What's up, y'all? We're your hosts, Brandon and Cherie Cobia, and you're tuned in to another episode of Fit Chat, where we chat through not only physical fitness, but also your balance of mental, spiritual, relational, and financial fitness. You'll get our uncut perspective on life's biggest needs, all mixed in with a little bit of real life and some good old common sense. So let's dive in. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Chat. This is officially our second episode. Last episode, if you caught us, it was all about what this is going to be about, who we are, when you can find us, all of that good stuff. So we had planned on this week, it being all about fitness. However, this week threw a little bit of a curveball, didn't it? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so we decided to just kind of roll with it. And we just felt honestly that we needed to talk about this with you guys. And because we think it could be something valuable to even just maybe one person. <laughs> yeah. And like she said, we, we wanted to make this about physical fitness, like the training and all that. Cause that's kind of what we're more passionate about. Um, but yeah, life happened this week, so we figure we'll let you into our life a little bit, and maybe you can take something from it. So why don't you tell us about it? Is this Brandon? where I start talking? <laughs> this is where you start. <laughs> and we haven't planned any of this, just so you know. We are literally going on the fly. We have zero notes, which is very uncomfortable for us. <laughs> so here we go. Mm-hmm. What happened? Uh, so I have, we have several jobs, and I have a primary job that I've been at for 21 years. And this week, I uh, got fired from that job. Laid off. Late, no, it was fired. Um, my my boss, well, I had a, a normal meeting set up like we always have, a little one-on-one meeting. And I log into that. There's an HR person on there. They read me a script for about five minutes and ask if I have questions. I said, guess not. And they said, Bye. That was it. So, um, did you tell them how long you've been with this company? 21. Yes, I did. Okay. You weren't listening Sorry. to the podcast. Um, marital issues. Uh, yeah. So that happened on Wednesday and it's been four days since then. Um, so we figured a, we tell you about it. Um, not so that you can hear our sob story, but how do you apply that to, all the other areas we talked about earlier outside of physical fitness, because this has nothing to do with that, very little. Um, but it does have to do with mental fitness, spiritual fitness, um, relational fitness, and a big chunk of financial fitness. So we'll walk you through kind of how our week went in those areas and why it's important to you just to have that fitness around like these other areas of your life because you're going to get hit. So um, let me start by going over the, the mental part of it. So mentally you can imagine it would be uh, really tough to have invested 20 something years anywhere or with anyone. And then it falls apart um, in a matter of a five minute conversation. So I liken it to, you know, being in a relationship for 20 years and you walk in and you've got divorce papers there to read or, you know, any other catastrophe. And, and I've never been through this, so I didn't know what to expect, but I've always heard from other people that job loss is 
somewhat equal to like losing a loved one. And, uh, it definitely is, um, probably more, I'm probably more embarrassed to admit that about how bad it hurt. Um, but I spent, I spent two or three days, you know, for lack of better terms, bawling my eyes out for a lot of different reasons. So the emotional piece of this, um, is, it's just, it's tough on every level, right? You think through why me, you think through, um, anger a little bit on, I can't believe that happened and how they did that and how disrespectful. Um, and then you start thinking through all these other areas of your life too, with, you know, how's this going to affect my, my family and the financial situation we're in and all these doubts start popping into your head. And if you let it, I can, I can vividly remember even that first 24 hours going, all right, I'm sad, but I cannot let this affect kids and my wife and those relationships. So the relationship fitness that we're talking about here is a big piece of that. And, um, what, that's what we'll kind of walk through today is like, how did that, how did we get through that? Cause not by no means do we have it figured out on how to handle situations, but maybe we can give you some, some things that we worked through that kind of helped us this week. So Sheree, what did you notice? So I can stop talking for a second. <laughs> what did you notice from uh, just the relational standpoint of how we walk through this as a family? Well, <clears throat> first of all, he had been at this job for longer than he had known me. And so I realized that it was going to hit him really hard. And we, I mean, we've been through some hard things. But most of those hard things had actually been relational. So this is kind of the first big thing that didn't involve something that was wrong with us. And um, it was kind of, um, I don't know, I, I, I knew that I needed to step in and be that encourager and just be there and not really say many words. <laughs> um yeah. And this happened on my daughter's 15th birthday. It happened an hour before actually, yeah. Right. As you were picking them up from school. So yeah. they both come in from school and I got this message to give them and I tell them, and I'm, I mean, I'm not ashamed to say I'm a, I cry my eyes out like at TV commercials. So yeah, if you're uncomfortable with that, you probably shouldn't listen to this podcast, but I, <laughs> you know, I'm literally sobbing and, uh, telling them what's going on. And I, in my brain, I'm looking at them like, all right, they need husband and daddy to provide. And I just failed at that. And, um, what I, what I remember from that day was wh where you did really good. I'll pat you on the back, but I remember we all just went and laid on the bed and cried and talked and I got the kids got to hear like what my real fears were with it. And, uh, they got to say some nice stuff back to me that I can't even repeat cause I'll start bawling on the <laughs> podcast. Um, but that was, that was a good moment. So I, I appreciate that. Yeah. And I think, you know, there are a couple of different ways we could have gone about it. I, I, you know, I think we try to share as much as we possibly can with our kids. Um, even if it's not fun, even though it was our daughter's birthday, 
it brings us closer as a family. And whenever you go something life changing like this, if you have those people around you that are real close to you on the same page and they feel like you're being upfront and honest with them, um, I think it develops a whole other level of respect and even respect with your kids is important. So, yeah, the, the other mental part of this for me was not only, you know, having the family there, but I had to reach out to friends and I am a off the charts introvert. I do not like talking to people that much. Um, but I knew because I've been through some other stuff in years before I had to find other people and tell them about it and just get advice, you know, let myself, you know, have dialogue back and forth about it instead of keeping it to myself and going crazy. So I, I mean, I probably went through 15 to 20 people in the first 24 hours of here's what's going on. It could have been a call. It could have been a text, but here's what's going on. I'm not handling it well. I don't know what the flip to do. Um, Give me some advice or pray for me or, you know, come hug me. I don't know, but you got to surround yourself with people. So that was a, that was a big piece for me. Yep. And I'm super proud of you because he's come a long way on that too. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go into, you know, there's a spiritual fitness side of this too, which is, you know, I, I, uh, I've struggled with that big time in the past, but I knew from previous, um, catastrophes, not doing, not handling those well, that I had to, it, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't up to me to figure this out. So for me, I had to give it to God and just go, man, this is, this is too much, right? Not only did I just lose a job, we've got, we got life just like you do, right? We got other stuff going on. That's what we consider to be big and it gets so much overwhelming that you just go, I, I cannot do this on my own. And there's something freeing about that to go. It, it's not up to me. It's actually up to him anyway. And he said he wants my problems. Like if you read that in the Bible, he, he'd rather handle your stuff for you. So I'm going to give it to him. And I still don't know how it's going to work out. Things aren't okay. We're still in the midst of it. Uh, that's the same. I mean, with, with our kids, we would rather them tell us and give us their problem and us help them work it out. And, and I've told Brandon through this whole thing, I feel like God is really trying to move him for some reason that we don't know yet, but I feel like he's either protecting him from something or moving him to something where he can be a better influence or it's better financially or it's, it, it, it's something um, because he has so much potential. It's, this could be my calf modeling career taking yeah. off after all these or, years. Yeah. I've been waiting for Your this hand moment. modeling career like Joey. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But that, that was the, uh, that was the spiritual side of this. I'd, I'd take that nugget away and then, you know, so we've gone through the mental, we've gone through this, the relational, the spiritual, and then comes the financial, right? Which is the, that's the huge one that takes your breath away. As a man, your job is to provide. And when you look your family in the eye and say, I, I, I can't do that right now, that's a, that's sick. Um, and uh, so there's a lot of doubts that go into your brain and fears and hopefully a lot of that is not real but what helped us was literally for 20 years we've we've lived on less than we made 
we budgeted well, we've invested, we've done stuff that maybe most people wouldn't do with their money. So what looks like a catastrophe is just a small problem in the moment. And we'll get through it. I can look at the budget and say, kids are going to eat. We're going to have a place to sleep. Um, We're not going to panic. Whereas someone else that may be in debt and check to check, when you lose that check, you're back to ground zero immediately. So I think that helped us. It was. And it was a huge comfort to us, to me and the kids, because we have seen for our entire marriage, for the the kids' entire life, we'll sit down at the computer and look at the budget together as a family. The kids know how much we spend on electricity and all the things. Um, and we'll get deeper into that as we, you know, when we have a specific episode on financial things. But we knew that there was a plan for this if this were to happen. And so, you know, it's kind of like, all right, here's the exfil plan. How do we get out of here safely? And so the kids and I, we had confidence. So we weren't worried. Brandon's worried because he's the pro- main provider. Yeah. But we could look at him <laughs> and just be supportive. We're not scared. I have a complete peace about me. Um, but that's just because I know that he has planned so well. And because I know that God has us, he always has, he's always provided. Yeah. That, that was a good moment for me. And when I'm freaking out all three of them, and I still don't understand it really, but all three of them looked at me and were like, we're not worried. We, we, we know who you are and what you're capable of. And someone else is going to be lucky to have you. And golly, I mean, that just, in the time I was kind of pissed off at him because I was like, yeah, I need y'all to be in freak out mode, but it was encouraging to know, man, they're, they're more confident in me than I am right now. So that was cool. Yeah. I hope so. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) today it's a catastrophe for you. Next week it could be for me or one of the kids. So we got to, we got to stick together. We're our biggest supports. Yeah. And remember, and I'm no, uh, psychologist or what, I don't even know what subject this was in college, but you learn like the different phases of stress or recovery or grief, grief. There we go. Psychology. Uh, yeah. And That's it's, my, and I don't even, that was one of my majors, one of, one of my five. And I, I don't even remember what order it's in, but it really is like that. What is it? Shock is the first one maybe. And then sadness, which I set in that one for for three days, easy. And then, uh, what, maybe what comes after that? I thought it was anger. Yeah. 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 Because, because today I literally feel, and even a couple of days ago, like I'm, I'm healthy pissed off, right? Maybe a little bit at my former company. Um, but I'm also pissed at the situation in a good way. So one of the companies I met with yesterday, actually, I jokingly, they were, they were like, you know, why, why should we take you? And I said, well, <laughs> other than the fact that I'm freaking good at my job and a great leader and all this other stuff, I said, now I'm, I'm playing pissed and I like watching athletes who show up to the game a little angry. You know, they sometimes even when they get injured, right? You see people get injured and then they come back and have like a great game. Uh, I kind of feel like that guy right now, and that may just be in my own head, but I'm 
I'm talented, but also now I got even a bigger reason why than I did before. So I'll bet on that kid, you know, 10 times out of 10. So, right. They did you a favor. Yeah. <laughs> so all, all this to say, um, you know, the other thing I learned from it as I wrap up will just be, it, it is healthy to plan for the worst. I don't want to think negatively, but because we planned for the worst financially, because we've been through some other emotional, physical, you know, mental stuff before, we were able to deal with that stress a little better than if we hadn't. So, you know, even I was listening to another podcast this week, even like in the, you know, the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, all those guys, what they teach you on day one is not like how to shoot a gun or how to make your bed or some of the basics. It's what do you do when your gun doesn't fire or how do you carry a dead body? It's like, what is the worst situation you're going to go through? Let's teach you to handle that so that everything else is, is small to that situation. And my, um, my, my semi-pessimistic outlook from time to time may have helped me through this process because for years I've been telling family, friends, whatever, hey, it's just a matter of time. I'm getting fired one day. I know it will. It's just a number to them. And although I, nobody thought it would end up like this, including me, when it did, I had mentally prepared for that in a lot of different areas. So doesn't mean it didn't hurt. Uh, doesn't mean I'm still not scared. Doesn't mean I know what's going to happen tomorrow. Um, but I'm better off than I think I would have been. So. Yep. And I think we have all those situations in the past to look back on and know the things that worked and helped us through those. We can bullet point those in our head and go, okay, we're going to do that. That worked. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. That's mm. like part of our emergency first aid kit for this situation. And, um, so we're, we're doing all those things and know that God, God has this and kind of, I'm personally kind of excited to see where he ends up and where our family ends up. Yeah. With this. And, and we'll talk about happier things on the next episode yeah. and whatnot. Um, really diving into some of the physical fitness stuff, but there, there's a physical fitness part of this too, right? If I didn't go train every single day and teach my body that like every day you're supposed to get stressed with some kind of strain. I think that helped prepares me, it helped prepare me mentally for some of the other stuff I had to deal with. So there's, there's a physical aspect to this and, and we'll get deeper on that in the future too. Oh, I will add, if we want to talk a little bit about fitness here. So every day we go to the gym every day, but Sunday, and that's a habit. That's just a way of life. Now, when something happens like this, what do we do? He does the same mm -hmm. thing. Do it. Do what is normal. You have to keep your nutrition good. You have to keep your fitness good because it keeps your brain good. It keeps your mind good. It keeps you in a really good place. So, yeah, I, I remember waking up the day after and going, get out of bed, put your feet on the floor and start moving like don't go well i don't feel like it today or i got an excuse or someone feels sorry for me and i just kept i just all day long kept saying go move go move stay moving 
walk towards the gym, walk in the gym, keep going. Don't stop in between sets, jump around like an idiot. If you need to like keep your body moving and there's something that connects mentally. I'm sure some psychologist understands that better than me, but mentally you felt better because you were moving. So, right. Yeah. Yep. Good stuff. All right. A little <laughs> deep for a uh, first episode. But I know. That we is, didn't uh, think it was going to happen like this. Yeah. That's a little, little real life. So uh, we will jump in to physical fitness here in the next episode. We appreciate you guys joining today and uh, we'll catch you next time. See you later. Thank you for listening to the Fit Chat Podcast. This podcast was brought to you by our sponsor, the Pure Fit Pal app. Check it out today on the App Store or Google Play. See you next time.